0: Hi there, I'm Jasmine Jom, Senior Product Marketing Manager here at Intercom, and you're listening to Intercom on Marketing. Chapter 9. Mastering a Successful Product Launch One thing every startup needs to do is product launches. Launches are exciting. The planning, the build-up, the feeling of all working towards the same goal. Then the rush of joy and fear as you finally share your creation with the world. But more importantly, launches are one of your best opportunities to drive brand awareness and ultimately generate new customers. So it's worth taking the time to get them right. Launches can seem daunting, especially if it's your first one or if you don't have a dedicated product marketer. And yet, despite the fact that hundreds of new products and features launch every day, it can be hard to find much content or advice about how to actually execute a launch. There's plenty of advice about the four P's of marketing, how to define positioning, and how to create certain assets. But there's very little on where to start and how to run a launch successfully. In my career as a product marketer, I've planned more launches than I can count. Some big, some small, some successful, and some less so. Through those experiences, I've learned that it's not just the positioning and tactics that contribute to a launch's success. How you get from the start of a project to launch day is just as important. Here, I'm sharing some tried and tested steps for mastering a successful launch that will help give you a head start. Once you're confident that you're building a product people actually want, it's time to start planning your launch. While the launch is just the start of marketing a product or feature, you'll typically only get the chance to make a big splash once. So it's absolutely critical you make the most of it. Nothing kills a launch quite like inconsistent messaging. It quickly leads to confusion. Wait, what is it you've launched? Or worse, even suspicion that you don't even know the benefits of your product. So why should your audience care? In either case, this leads to prospects giving up and your launch fizzling out. For a successful launch, your marketing, sales and support teams need to work as one. Every touchpoint whether it's an ad, an email, a sales call, or a chat with support, should reiterate the same benefits, same differentiators, and same key messages. Don't let your marketing become a disparate jumble that makes little sense to your customers and prospects. So what's the secret? Coordination and communication. I know, I know, those two words aren't exactly sexy. But regular, transparent communication comes above all else in a successful product launch. That doesn't mean getting bogged down in tons of process. Some lightweight steps go a long way, and I'll share some that we use at Intercom. They're by no means perfect or set in stone. They're living, evolving processes that continue to change as we grow and learn too. This isn't a full list of every step in planning a launch. That could be a whole book in itself. But you should use these as a starting point for keeping your launch organised, consistent and on track. Step 1. Identify owners and stakeholders. Typically, product marketing managers, we call them PMMs, own a launch. If you don't have PMMs yet, get one soon. And in the meantime, designate one person as the owner to drive the launch. This doesn't mean that person is doing all the work but it does mean they're ultimately responsible for ensuring messaging is consistent, activities are on track, and the right people are involved and doing what they should be, when they should be. Then, identify the key stakeholders in product, sales, support, design, and, if you have a larger team, other areas of marketing too. These stakeholders should act as the bridge between you and their wider teams to distribute information, gather feedback, and represent their team's progress and needs. For bigger launches, someone on your leadership team will almost certainly want to review plans or assets at certain stages. Make sure you know who they are and involve them early to avoid the risk of last-minute changes that could throw your launch off track. Step 2. Set timelines. We typically start planning launches two to three months in advance, although that varies depending on the project and size. I have run launches with as little as two to three weeks' notice, but I really wouldn't recommend it. As a rule of thumb, as soon as you know about something the product team is working on, you should liaise with them to get an idea of when it's expected to be ready. Don't wait for the product team to come to you. It's in your interest to get as much information as early as possible. Then, you'll need to take into account how much time each team needs to prepare for the launch. Make sure to account for things that could affect your launch success. Think about things like holidays or major announcements from big brands, which might make press coverage harder. Once you have this information, you should be able to agree with your team on a target launch date. We also agree on another milestone with our product team, which we call UI Complete. This is essentially a cutoff date for front-end changes. Back-end work can continue, but all visible work needs to be complete. So our marketing team can start creating product videos and assets without fear that something in the UI will change without notice. When that happens, it causes a huge amount of additional work and last-minute stress. This date is always going to be a compromise. Product invariably want more time to build. Marketing wants more time to create assets. Once you've found the middle ground, make sure everyone knows the date and sticks to it. Step three. Choose your tactics. We talked about some typical launch tactics earlier in this series but you should work with your stakeholders to define which tactics you want to prioritize especially if you have limited resources. It's better to focus on doing a few things really well than spreading yourself too thin so prioritize the activities that are most effective for you. This might require some trial and error but you'll get a better idea the more launches you do. If you haven't done a launch yet, taking a look at what others in your industry do is a good starting point. Don't assume that your tactics need a large budget to succeed either. Product Hunt is totally free, yet it's one of our biggest drivers of traffic on launch days. Once you've decided on tactics, make sure they're documented in one place. Also include their owner and status, so everyone can follow progress throughout the launch. This could be done in a project management tool, but we use plain old Google Sheets. When it comes to product launches, simple often works best. Step four, get and keep everyone aligned. For a consistent experience across touch points, it's essential that everyone is aligned on the messaging and positioning for the launch. To do this, we use a positioning exercise called BuilderBox. It involves PMMs, product managers and designers. We imagine the product is in a physical box on a shelf and come up with a messaging you might use on that box. This is then discussed and refined to finalise messaging, which becomes the cornerstone for all of our marketing efforts. One of the outputs from this work is a solution guide. This is an internal guide that can be used by anyone in our company, be they marketers, salespeople or engineers, to quickly understand the positioning. It also includes information about target audiences, common search terms, and competitive intelligence. This should be used as the foundation for all of your launch messaging, as well as your internal training, so all your teams stay aligned and marketers can optimize outreach activities. As you move into the execution phase, ensure everyone stays on track with weekly stakeholder meetings. Start with a kickoff session, where each stakeholder explains their team's planned activities and timelines for the launch. Syncs that follow should be short, typically just 15 to 20 minutes. Ask everyone for a quick rundown on the status of their activities, including any blockers or at-risk items. These syncs are invaluable for keeping everyone aligned. They give everyone visibility on what others are working on, where there might be overlap or opportunities for collaboration and any potential blockers or risks. We also set up a dedicated Slack channel, so there's a space for updates and questions too. Step five, ready, set, launch. Communication is most important during the countdown to launch day, right when you're busy getting things finalized. Ensuring everyone knows what is happening and when on launch day helps make sure everything rolls out smoothly. You don't want to ruin all that hard work you put into consistent messaging with a too early tweet or a campaign going out before the landing page is live. This is where the plan of attack comes in. Agreed to a week before launch day, this doc details all the steps needed to go live, when they should happen, and who owns making sure they get done. This includes features rolling out, QA, switching on email campaigns, social media, content, ads, and everything else. On launch day, stakeholders sit in a physical war room and make their way through the plan of attack, crossing off steps as they're completed. Updates, blockers, or important notes are discussed in person and noted in the Slack channel. Once everything's crossed off, it's time to crack open the champagne. Of course, there'll be plenty more to do after the launch. Listen on for more about that. But it's good to take a moment to celebrate and reflect on how the launch went and then get ready for the next one. You've been listening to Intercom on Marketing.